0: And, my, yep. and w- when I did actually, you know, get a nice paycheck every now and then, I'd be like, or, you know, a little bit more than whatever. I worked a, a day of overtime or something. I could afford, I could afford meat to put into the, to the ramen noodles. Oh, and I made that. some, I caught and some, some ragu tomato sauce and I made some ramen getty, baby.
1: Ramen getty, there you go, man. <laughs> you drained okay. the
0: noodles, got the sauce, got the meat. Oh, man, I was feasting that day. Welcome to Live, Let Thrive. A podcast about the Airbnb life,
1: the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve.
0: Hello, hello, hello.
1: And welcome back to another exciting episode of Live, let,
0: let Thrive.
1: Drive. <laughs> ah, ah. And-
0: <laughs> it doesn't work as good with, um, with Skype, but we're, we're getting at it, man, because... We can't do the vocal harmonizations with Scott 'cause because it cuts one of us off when the other one talks, right?
1: Oh uh, no, I don't think it does.
0: Oh, okay. Well, then I'm I'm wrong. <laughs> Welcome back. It seems like forever since we done the last one, even though we're wearing the same clothes.
1: Yeah, 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 same clothes. <laughs> what? Yes,
0: you record two episodes at a time? You crazy? Yeah, um, it's been a while though, man. Yeah, yeah. We um yeah what I mean a week later you could actually wear something the same right it could be you know
1: yeah seven days is long enough to go <laughs> without you it's possible um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> um this is episode forty four
1: yeah forty four we got a favorite
0: discuss. Airbnb podcast Airbnb VRBO home away share economy real estate etc podcast in the world financial freedom. Boom. The omelet breakers. We breaking webbos up in here. <laughs> Jeez, here. Jeez, so
1: here. yeah man. It's it's good. What? It's good to be back with a new app. Yes it is, man. So um oh have you uh have are you listed on booking dot com?
0: Yes I am.
1: You are?
0: I've meaning to talk to you about that actually. Glad you brought it up. Yeah, go ahead. Um Were you gonna say something first about booking.com?
1: No, go ahead because i, I want to know your experience because you can't throw off instant books so i want to know your experience with that
0: well i have two bookings so far but they're way off in the future so i haven't crossed that bridge yet i just know that i got two bookings from them
1: now question <clears throat> how pay you
0: <laughs> that's a good question too i um I tried to set up some kind of payment thing the other day, and it was some weird international thing they were asking me for, and uh, I couldn't figure it out. But I still, I guess the bookings are still kind of far away, so I put it on the back burner. But I will be contacting them directly. I need to put that down. You know, if you don't write it down, you, it's not doing it right, what Mr. Uh, Adam James says. If you don't write it, it ain't going to happen.
1: Trill talk. Yes, sir. But, yeah, man, um... Cause I've been hearing, man, you have some pretty weird guests show up from Booking.com. I've only met one Booking.com guest, and I had to turn him away only because I didn't have no rooms. It was like this long-haired dude in a pizza in a in a uh, pizza. <laughs> <laughs> no, a, in a his, what pizza? You know, he was a uh, he was a pizza guy, uh, and he just randomly showed up. I'm like, uh, there ain't no room. so yeah, man. But um, I've heard a lot of people on the. <laughs> you, you
0: can leave Don't the worry. pizza here, though. That's fine.
1: But yeah, I've heard some really weird, weird stories on BDC, as they call it, Booking.com. So, yeah, man.
0: BDC, wow. Yeah. That's a yeah, thing. That's like
1: BDC, the like BDC, Booking.com. I've heard a lot of horror stories. So that sounds like, yeah, because I, mean, I kind of got off there. I'm like, eh, you can't really bet any guests.
0: Right, right. But you used it to to springboard people to your Airbnb yeah. page.
1: Yeah, definitely. Hey, hey, that's the one thing to do. What you, if you already have Booking's Way in the future – just spring them over there. Be like, hey, I only accept bookings through Airbnb and you just spring them over there.
0: Huh. I would do, I'm going a, I'm to a holler at the guests <clears throat> and see if they were, they'll were. go with that.
1: Spring them to your PayPal. Cut out the middle, man. You are the money.
0: <laughs> you are the money. Remember that, folks. You if you are, get anything from this show, you are the money.
1: There you go, man.
0: Don't be afraid of that power, you know. So... We're recording on Skype again. Hopefully this one takes, we've been teasing our guests, you know, yeah, every yeah. episode. <laughs> this is how we're recording. And this, is, um, this one's going to be up. This, yeah. one, this one's doing good. All right. I got LLT in the background right here. You got LLT in the background on yours too. You know, if y'all are wondering that symbol that it's an L and that's an L and that's a T, isn't that the coolest symbol in the world?
1: Yeah, hopefully they figure that out. it you. <laughs> they're pretty savvy enough we have some really savvy listeners. we got some but, uh, smart
0: we got some smart get gu- um guests of course, and um, listeners really, really smart listeners
1: yeah, so last episode, I kind of talked about kind of not being so ready to hop back into the work mode if I lose my my contract or anything like that. So what I've been kind of doing is come cutting back on expenses, right so one thing I have done that I didn't mention last week is I signed my car up for auto decal. And they pay you like four hundred a month to advertise on your car. <laughs> Are you just serious? Start. Yeah, yeah. It's like me mahogany. I found it, sent it to mahogany. Mahogany signed us up. It's called Auto DK. uh they, They'll just pay you. You just advertise their stuff on your car, and it's four hundred a month, up to four hundred a month. commission because whoever calls, you know. And then what you can do is take the number that you need, they need to call and just advertise at other places as well. But yeah. yeah.
0: Go ahead. Now, is there a minimum price on that that they're going to have to pay you? Let's say nobody calls from your bucks. So, the minimum price is you're guaranteed 100 bucks a month from this place. Yeah. And they just stick one sticker on there or, or what?
1: One sticker decal inside of your car. And, wow. uh, much, yeah. So, imagine us. We only have one car payment and we're trying to get that paid off. So, that's 800 bucks towards that a month. Up to bucks, 200 bucks. So, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. And what what are the specifications? What kind of car does it have to be? You Can have a hoopty. <laughs> no one wants to advertise on a hoopty, man.
1: Yeah, man. Hey, as long as it, 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 it as long as it goes forward and backward, it's good to go. Dude, yeah, yeah,
0: I'm gonna do that. I was thinking about. Oh man, I need a way to make some more income too. You know, yeah,
1: come without doing that. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Mahogany's. Yeah, me and Mahogany find all types of stuff. And
0: that's and the, you know. And I meant to bring that up on the last show, but you know, we record. Uh, you know, every show is its own thing, its own entity. And this, and when we record back to back shows, the first show is my tea show. The second, the second show is my beer show. I, I get to drink a beer, and talk um, Airbnb, which is like is the best two things in the whole world, right? You know, after my family and God and all that, beer and Airbnb. should I'm gonna start a podcast. You want you want to be on it, Micah? Called Beer and Airbnb. Yeah, you gotta you gotta
1: take that down, though, because they ain't paying us.
0: I t- that's good sideways. You don't know what kind of beer this is, bro.
1: <laughs> I can <guess. laughs>
0: You only saw one X of the beer. You don't know what the other <laughs> side has
1: on it. <laughs> yeah, I don't always drink beer. Oh, by the way, we uh, have everyone come to our Airbnb, Arlington Airbnb meetup next week. Um, we got some heavy hitter people coming. We actually this is, like, one of our biggest ones. We already, I think we already got, like, 15 people RSVP'd. Um, usually, if it's 15 RSVP'd, it'll probably be, like, 20 people, 20, 30 people there. Um, also, what I was telling people, man, if you run an area you want to connect with other hosts or just kind of start, if you want to arbitrage, too, uh, start a meetup. Start a meetup in your area, man. That's a good thing to do. Get a meetup going. If you get a meetup going, you'll meet so many hosts, get known in your area, things like that. That's what me and Stevo Stevie Stacks have been doing.
0: <laughs> Stevie Stacks, yes, that's what my bankers call me, cause I got <laughs> names for my bankers too. Yeah. yeah, Eddie Bag of Money, Derek Dollars, and they call me Stevie Stacks.
1: Derek Dollars.
0: Derek Dollars. D O L L A Z.
1: That must be your investment group.
0: <laughs> no, that's the that was the Wells Fargo team I was working with.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, back well,
0: in the day, and they all jumped ship from Wells Fargo. They just didn't want to work for an evil, evil company anymore. I don't know what that's about. Right? <laughs> you, you saw them all over the news, right? Wells Fargo.
1: Yeah, that's why I went to them for mortgages. Me too. Gotta, yeah, exactly. They got to <laughs> clear the name. That's what I tell all people, man, you go to the go to the bank that's in trouble. <laughs> that's good. That means they have their. That means they're cheating the system real good. The ones hey. who are in trouble, they they under fire. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh, that's
0: what I'm was. I was like, man, let's, oh, let's go get a go get along. Yeah, yeah, it's a good idea. So I got three with them. So bring it yeah. in, all the way back around before we yeah. just you know that's what we do. We ramble, we have fun, and and, and I think that people like it. I mean, who knows? Maybe they do, but um, but it's not their show, so well, you know whatever. <laughs> just kidding. We love our <laughs> we love our listeners. Um, what I was gonna because you you brought up that auto decal thing, and I'm gonna look that up. I'm definitely going to look that up cuz I don't, Yeah, I I don't care. I don't care if my ride has a has a sticker on it, you know. I'm married and kids, it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> now if I was still on the prowl, you know, I had my, you know, G-ride all shined up, but I don't want I don't want a uh, waffles.com sticker on my car, you know what I'm saying? But that's back in the day. Now, it's just whatever. It's yeah, more it's, more money for the fam.
1: Yeah, back in the day when I was uh running in the streets, man, I always went for the uh you know, I always want to look broke. Get right. hired. <laughs> 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 but yeah, man. But yeah, it's definitely something to look into. It's extra income, and it's it's passive. You ain't got to do nothing for it. Um, that's how you should be making look be looking to make your Airbnb is passive income.
0: Nice, nice. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, okay. So on that note, I've been listening to. You know, we we are we're bigger pocker. <laughs> bigger Pocker, Bigger Pockets fans on this show, right? Yeah. We, we We, Bigger Pockets. You know that's how you and I met, and yeah. they inspired us. You know, financial freedom to thing too, and they helped us. You know, we met a lot of cool people on there, and we still do. And then we started our podcast because of that. And so, um, they have another um, podcast called Bigger Pockets Money. Have you listened to that yet? No, I haven't. How? Yeah. How is it? It's pretty good. It's it's with that um it's with, it's with that girl that always fills in and that other dude. I, see, that's how much that's my I pay attention. You know the one the the moderator of Air, of of, of bigger pockets. Um, what's her name? Mindy. Mindy, and uh, that other guy. Um, uh, the Brandon. guy, huh?
1: Brandon.
0: No, not Brandon. Uh, it's it's not one of the major two. It's it's um. Oh. The guy that wrote the book about being frugal and stuff like that, and and um, house hacking and stuff like that.
1: Oh, I definitely like. I don't know who that is. Anyways, yeah.
0: yeah, he's the other guy. He fills in for the the other two dudes too on the main Bigger <laughs> Pockets page. <laughs> so, my, so like,
1: what's their what's their main topic about it? because it sounds like it's getting out of real estate and more towards finance in general.
0: Well, it's about it's about yeah personal finance. It's not about I mean it's personal finance. And, you know, helping people get out of debt, kind of like a Dave, Dave Ramsey kind of thing. Personal well, finance, frugality, Dave Ramsey model. They mentioned the, the debt snowball, stuff like that. And they bring on guests that, that you know, there's a, there's a lady they brought on that she knows how to grocery shop. And she does, she does $5 meal prep. That's her big thing, you know, $5 dinners and stuff like that. And how to, what to look for at the grocery stores and this way. It's just like hacks in life that help you to save money to, to stack your cash and to get out of debt and ways to do it. And then these, these people that hop on and, you know, people that pay off their student loans in one year, two years, you know, people that, that really hustle and just live a frugal, like a below your means lifestyle to do it. And, and, how to, you know, it's all personal finance stuff. They talk, you know, of course, um, real estate pops up here and there, but, but they're mostly just about, you know, uh, personal, personal finance. And it's really good. It's a really educational show and and I like it. I, I dig it.
1: I'm going to have to pay attention to that because I've been listening to a lot of finance stuff um, because I, I do. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a real live life hacker, man. I love finding out life hacks. Uh, but I did run a plan. Um, this is going to be very unhealthy, but you could do it. If you, were, you could, if you were comfortable living off ramen noodles and Kool-Aid, you could probably pay off 90% of your debt in a year.
0: If you're comfortable with ramen noodles and Kool-Aid, you can pay off ninety that, how much of your debt?
1: Just all your debt. You can pay off about at least ninety percent of your debt, probably. Probably not that much, probably about forty percent of your debt in a year. If you were just comfortable living off ramen noodles and Kool Aid.
0: I've I've lived off of that before. Me too. College. <laughs> college. It happened. And post college too. <laughs> and I um <laughs> And, my, yep. and w- when I did actually, you know, get a nice paycheck every now and then, I'd be like, or, you know, a little bit more than whatever. I worked a, a day of overtime or something. I could afford, I could afford meat to put into the, to the ramen noodles. Oh, and I made that. some, I caught and some, some ragu tomato sauce and I made some ramen getty, baby.
1: Ramen getty, there you go, man. <laughs> you drained I'm the
0: noodles, got the sauce, got the meat. Oh, man, I was feasting that day.
1: I'm happy you brought up Dave Ramsey. Because that, that he was like a big topic on my last topic on my last podcast. What are your thoughts on Dave Ramsey and his um, his ideals about credit cards and debt? What are your opinions of Dave Ramsey?
0: I think um, I think he's he he's helpful for let's say I'll just throw a number out there. 90% of the people out there who get themselves in trouble, Dave Ramsey's the man to go to. Because he, he does say you no know, credit cards, start digging out of the debt, boom, 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 not even a mortgage, blah, blah, blah. And 90% of the people who are plugged into the matrix and go to the work 9 to 5 and they plan to do that the rest of their life, that's great for them. That gets them out of the hole. They're still going to stick to their job. They're going to live frugal. They're going to do this and that. They're not going to go try to buy 100 houses or become like, you know grow big and big, you know, grow super big like me and you plan to do or other people plan to do, um, investors. Um, but for them it works perfectly for 90%, maybe 95% of the, of the U S uh, workforce out there. He's great advice, but for the, um, other five to 10% of people who want more out of life and can, um, and know how to use, I, and there, I think there's a difference between bad debt and good debt who know how to use it. To help them grow, like I said, put three percent down, and you get a two hundred thousand dollar house, and you and you rent it out to somebody, and they pay, for, you know, the renters pay your mortgage off. That's a beautiful thing. He would be. Against, it seems like his philosophy would be against that because you just took out a two hundred thousand dollar mortgage, right? Even though someone's paying off the mortgage for you, and you only had to put three percent down. In other words, you joined a partnership with a bank. It just seems like he'd be against something like that because he's about zero debt. And um, I don't see the normal little guys like us growing without using some of that good debt, look good low-interest debt, and um, you know using rental potential, stuff like that. Him, yeah, he can grow. He can go buy a $3 million, $5 million house, cash money, because he's worth like $500 million, because he sells books, he's on the radio, he's on the podcast, he's on everything. And he, he makes millions of dollars. Right? That's
1: my thing. He doesn't teach. He teaches people, hey, be frugal, go to 95, but he doesn't teach people his way of building an empire, and that's where we are, you know, and uh, this guy I was into on Cheap uh, Choose F.I., he was pretty much saying, Dave Ramsey's the elementary school of finance. That's really what he is. <laughs> I am like, like not. He goes, I'm not knocking him. He goes, it's just, he's elementary school. He's like, get out of debt. Okay, yeah, you're out of debt now. What? Oh, we'll stay out of debt. Just, uh. Live, do this. Um, don't get credit cards, but I live off credit cards. I love credit cards. I haven't used cash in almost three years, and I have no credit card debt. All my credit card debt's paid off by somebody else. So you know what I mean. It, it, he doesn't teach you how to leverage things like leverage credit cards, leverage real estate. You know, I hear I hear people all the time to me who are uneducated about real estate. They're like, "Well, you get a mortgage, and you never really own it, and they can come take it." I'm like, "What do you think they do in an apartment complex?" At least you can build yeah. up some equity, sell it, get some appreciation, get some equity out of it, you know. But, yeah, I've, I've always wondered about Dave Ramsey. I actually like to have a sit-down. with
0: him. Have tell a
1: sit-down. Yeah, so I could tell him how much I don't go with his thing of debt, and I have no debt due to it. Well, I have no credit card debt. I do have debt, but not like the credit card debt stuff that he's talking about.
0: Oh, wow. That's that's pretty much sums it up for me too, man. Yeah, man. If you know if you if you know how to do it and be responsible, which, like I said, unfortunately, ninety ninety five percent of people uh, might get yeah. in trouble trying to do stuff like that. But if you have a good track and rec- track record of keeping up with your finances, and you can do it responsibly, and borrow responsibly, and pay it back responsibly, then um, yeah, you might be breaking a bunch of his rules. But I, I had another. I had an. I, I listened to a lot of podcasts, and there was this guy that came on, and they and I think I think BP. They always ask. They bigger pockets. They always ask uh, a guest if they know he's a Dave Ramsey fan. They're, oh, so you're a Dave Ramsey fan? How does that affect? How do uh, And you, the guy responds. Oh, huge Dave Ramsey. I love Dave Ramsey. He goes, Well, how do, how does that help you? And how do you um be a? How are you a Dave Ramsey fan? And then you still um, invest in real estate and you still use debt to grow and all this. He goes, well, I view it this way. Um, My debt, that side, you know, the real estate side, that's my business. My personal finances side, I'm Dave Ramsey all the way. I keep my personal finances and zero debt. You know, no credit card debt, this and that. Personal finances, I follow the, the Dave Ramsey Bible. But my real estate side is a business and a business uses debt to grow. So that's how that's how he Sees it two different entities.
1: Yeah, and that's how I look at it. I mean, you use debt, have somebody else pay the debt off, and you grow. You take the spread, pretty much. It's pretty much what I do with my Airbnb. I take the spread. Somebody else pays off the debt, and I get reward points. That's either money in my pocket or money that I can use to travel. I'm actually wanting to um, start a blog about life hacks because I'm starting to learn a lot of like the more we dive into Airbnb the share economy, you start to learn a lot of life hacks because the goal of the share economy is to own nothing and control everything, right?
0: Right, right, right.
1: That's the goal for each of the share economies. Like right now I think, you know how you can lease cars? Right. I wonder how that would work with leasing a car and just making it a Turo 100% of the time. You know what I mean? Like, you don't own it; you have insurance on it. You just lease it out on Turo. It's like you're subleasing it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Until uh, I still have what, trouble. What, with, I still have trouble with Turo. because what, I guess I see it, man. And it sounds all good and it sounds all fine and dandy until someone drunken drive dr- drunken drives in your car and kills somebody, or someone gets in a wreck and destroys your car. Good luck with your insurance and all that stuff, man. I just, I don't know. They say they cover you with the million dollar policy, just like Airbnb's million dollar policy. I just don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. That's I, true. I just don't know. I just see a lot of problems happening and your insurance company. What, what are you doing renting out your car to somebody, you know, kind of thing. We didn't, we're not going to pay for crap. <laughs> that's true.
1: That's <laughs> or if someone's
0: going to sue you, your insurance company saying, you're on your own, bro. We, we said you could drive the car, not someone
1: else. I don't know. Just, just my uh, thoughts. That's a good question. I mean, I because mean, th- that's how I'm looking at all of the share economy. How can you yeah. sublease all of it? You know what I mean? Like the Toro, the like Uber. If you had 50 Uber cars on the road, like how do you control? Like if you could you get with Uber drivers and get, get a percentage of what they have by letting them use your car?
0: That's how they do it in Mexico. They do. Yeah, there's the there's guys that whole uh, own a whole fleet of of Ubers. Yeah, because not just a regular everyday guy that's going to drive Uber can afford a freaking brand new car, especially in Mexico, right? But yeah. there's guys that that do that. They there's they have an owner. They don't own their own cars, but they Uber for their owner over there in Mexico. I don't know about I... here. Maybe they do it here too. But in Mexico, that's how they do it.
1: Let me hop into that. But because uh, that's what I'm starting to think now. Like everything is about. Controlling an asset, you know what I mean? Control it. But that's what I was trying to think of how Uber and, like, because look at what Airbnb, look how many jobs Airbnb's created, like, around tech. Because once Airbnb got started, you got companies like Guesty, companies like Beyond Pricing, companies just popping up. That, hey, I got an automatic pricing tool. I can automate all your listings. Look how many companies are popping up around that, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like they say, you don't want to invest in marijuana. You want to invest in everything around marijuana. They're going to be putting in marijuana, the pharmaceuticals, things like that, you know?
0: Right, right. I mean, if so, you want in your, in your personal house, you want to invest in marijuana, that's fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people aren't doing that now. <laughs> <laughs> Have
0: you ever gotten any, any hits from that? Um, what is it called? Bud B&B? What is it called?
1: Bud and Breakfast? No.
0: Bud and Breakfast. You still haven't got <laughs> any hits.
1: I get a lot of views, I'm actually going to log in there right now I get a lot of views, but I don't think I don't think it's I don't know if it's my area that I'm in, but I just don't think they're up to par yet, like I don't think they've done enough advertising to be there yet, you know what I mean?
0: Right, right. I
1: think once they do that advertising they'll probably get there, but yeah, like right now I have probably a bunch of views I haven't been in months but I think I have a bunch of views but no, no confirmed guests yet
0: I have a question to ask you. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good a good build up to the question, right? I have, anyways. Um, all right, we talked about last week the the condo in Padre that I'm um, in works on uh, getting. You know, I'm buying. I know I shouldn't buy. I should control or there's something I don't know. If, if we're gonna use it as our, for ourselves in the future, be our you know retirement place. I'm comfortable buying it, especially I see big things coming to the island of South Padre Island, Texas, and. um Anyways, I have, um, my banker dude, he used to work at Wells Fargo. Now he works at another bank, you know, it's more of like an independent bank and um smaller bank. And, um, so he can do more creative stuff than, than Wells Fargo. Right. And, um, <clears throat> he doesn't have to follow the corporate protocol, but one of the things that I'm kind of contemplating over, let's say, for example, I'm going to do, I'm going to do a 30 year fix, right? A 30 year fix and the interest rates have been going up lately so it's kind of kind of sucks but let's just say five yeah. percent or and then that's going to be fixed for 30 years or they're offering like a a 10 year and they call it a 10 year arm right so a 10 year arm would be for 10 years they can knock those points down to like 4.4 percent and i'll be paying that for 10 years and when that 10 years is up it kind of like refies to what the current rates will be in 10 years from now, you know what the, what the rates will be in 10 years from now, which is kind of a gamble in a way. I mean, you're paying off more of the place, your payments are cheaper, but when that 10 years hits, it could be like what? Nine, 10%. You never know. But the thing is, here's here's the other caveat by that point you've a pay, you've pay, you would have paid off more than 20% and you could might refinance it somewhere else i don't know you have options you won't just be stuck with whatever they're going to give you or you can just decide to sell it you know what i'm saying
1: but you can decide to sell it well, and the yeah.
0: and the difference in but- price real quick before i'll give you the rest of the scenario so the 10 year arm with the you know the, with the 4 point whatever is going to be uh, like 860 a month everything included hoa all that stuff and the thirty-year fix is going to be like nine hundred and ten a month. So, so sixty—that's forty, fifty. That's $40. thats you are saving fifty bucks a month, right? And you're paying more of it off and um, lower interest rate, blah blah blah, lower payment. So, what would you? It, it, it helps on the cash flow in too because you're paying—you know—you're paying less and you're cash flowing a little bit more. Even though it's only fifty bucks more, you're still cash flowing a little bit more. What how what would you do in that situation?
1: I'm actually happy you asked me that because I'm, uh, I'm moving into... Because um, my dad asked me something. He goes, have you uh, thought about um, putting extra money down on your mortgage? I'm like, yeah, I have. I'm like, because he goes, I found out on one of my places that if I put $70 more down on my mortgage, I can have it paid off in 15 years. Just 70 bucks. So I was thinking what I would do in your case is I would do just a regular 30, 30 year, and then just attempt to pay it off in 15. Um, that's how I would do it. Um, I know it's a little bit different. Uh, you just have to be disciplined enough to put that extra money down.
0: Now, with that same logic, why don't I just do the lower interest one and then aim to pay it off in 10?
1: Um, you don't know if that interest rate is going to be. in ten. No, years. but
0: if it'll be paid off in 10 years, it won't matter.
1: Oh, you said a 10-year arm,
0: right? A 10-year arm, which means you have 10 years of that same locked-in 4.4 interest rate. Okay. So I could do the 30, with a, which is a whole other point higher or whatever. Or, you know, whatever. It's going to be higher, right? Uh-huh. And it's going to stay that way for the whole 30 years of the loan. Or I could do the 10-year arm, lock it in out of the 4.4 4 interest rate, and... um in 10 years, if it ain't paid off, which, you know, who pays off their loans in 10 years, then the rest of the loan will be at whatever interest rate is going on in that time of the, you know, of the economy.
1: You you definitely have to look at like a financial expert on that because one, uh, okay, by real estate terms, the real estate market crashes every 18 years, right? Okay. Have you, you've heard that? Yeah, every 18 years it crashes. So 2008 was the last crash. 10 years from now is going to be 2028. The real estate market is supposed to crash in 2026, according okay. to numbers and whatever. So, okay, 10 year arm, you're paying the 4.4% 10 years down the line. Let's just say the market crashes in 2026.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Where's your loan at? Are you paid off? Or are you.
0: I think uh, I'll still owe, like, $56,000 off of a $95,000 loan or something like that.
1: Okay, you owe 56000 What's your interest rate going to go up
0: to? Now, when the economy crashes, interest rate, they tanks? drop them, right? Don't they usually drop interest rates?
1: To recover, they do. To recover. So
0: you it's, might it's, be able to Yeah, to recover, they it, do. It's speculating. It's, it's you know... Yeah, it's speculating. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. No,
1: it, it, and, it's kind of hard to, to do. To, yeah, I'd get a financial expert on that one because I don't know. Um, and, cause, go ahead.
0: And another thing, oh, okay, but it, pretty much to refi your house, you got to have about 20% equity in it, right? Is that one of the rules? Ooh, it's
1: a refi?
0: I think that's, like, a general rule. You got it. They want you to have... Like, let's say I bought a house today, and I want to refi it, like, in a month from now. I can't do it. I I mean, I just bought the damn thing. I hardly have any equity in it. They want people to have around 20% equity in their house before they refi.
1: Yeah.
0: So I could aim... To maybe reach that 20% mark within that 10 years, and then I could just hop to another bank and let them buy the loan. That's another option.
1: There's uh, so many
0: options, man. Yeah,
1: yeah, so many options. It's real estate. It's so many options. Uh, that's a good one to think about, man. I mean, I don't know. If there's uh, a
0: listener on there, please message us. Please send a, a, live, a message to com or liveletthrive at gmail.com because, yeah, man, this it, it gets into some... <laughs> And math geniuses, man. That they 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 probably love stuff like this. I'm not a math genius.
1: James Fan and uh, Josh Boyd, because Josh loves running numbers.
0: <laughs> That's not a stereotype either.
1: Yeah, he loves running numbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How's yeah. your buddy? How's
0: our buddy? Buddy of the show, Josh. Uh, what is his name? Ed, Ed, Boyd.
1: I think, boy, he's good. Uh, he's actually um, looking at a duplex in North Arlington, man. I hope he gets it. I think he put an offering on it. So, is he the one that bought the house in South Dallas? Yeah, he backed out. He backed out. He said really? the builder out of money, man.
0: Wow, seemed too good to be true. Because he, he yeah. sent me a thing. And he sent me a text message about, hey, man, this is this a few months back. He said, the house is going good. Here's a, here's, a, here's a link to it like you were wanting to see. And it was a link to, like, a cartoon house. It wasn't even, like, a real house. It was, like, I guess the the image that the house was going to look like. I was like, oh, okay. It's oh, good. serious? Oh, okay. It's like okay. It didn't even, yeah, it wasn't even a real house. But um, I was like, well, it looks like it's going to look good when it's done or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so, I, yeah, he backed out, man. Well, see, South Dallas kind of, that's uh, a little rougher over there.
1: Yeah, it is. I, I don't know if they're trying to gentr- gentrify it. I'm pretty sure they are. Cause they've gentrified North Ireland. Over, like, a few blocks past you, it's, like, Man, they tore that stuff down
0: over there. Oh, dude, they're building over here, bro.
1: Yeah, I know, man. You... No, no, there's another question because we're having an Arlington Airbnb meetup, and we're supposed to have Tracy Himmage in our – got to hit her up. Um, do you think the hotel industry is trying to get in on any of that? Like as far as all these regulations coming to Arlington?
0: I'm sure they're coming, dude. I'm sure the hotels are coming. It has to be all this growth going on around here, the hotels are coming. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, me too. Because, I, 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 like, they, they've already said it, the hotel industry shut down Airbnb in Vegas. Like, not banned it, but, like, made it so hard to get... They, they, they like, you can get... This little dude in Vegas was telling me he can get places on the strip for 40 bucks a night. Like, that's crazy. Wow. And they did it with Airbnb. I mean, they, they that pretty much shuts down the Airbnb, man. $40 a night for luxury, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that's what I told him. I'm like, my Vegas place is, but I, I offer a bunch of amenities, so I could still get it booked. But, yeah, man, it's it's interesting how, where the hotel lobbyists are going to go to secure their asses.
0: <laughs> no, you, mean, you mean assets? Or ass? <laughs> yeah, assets.
1: yeah, secure their assets, you know what I mean? What measures they will take. And that's why I kept run, wondering... is Airbnb worth like, okay, is Airbnb worth fighting for? Meaning, does Airbnb even fight for itself?
0: That's a good question, dude. That's a damn good question.
1: Because HomeAway, like Tracy reached out to HomeAway and HomeAway put together an ad to work with the people in the city. And it doesn't Is it me or does it seem like Airbnb is just... They're making their cash and they don't care.
0: I think there's uh, there's a lot to, to it that they're building up towards the IPO and they're trying to had as much cash as they can for that big IPO then they'll all be millionaires billionaires and they can all jump ship maybe I'm not saying they're all going to jump ship but a lot of them are going to get paid and then after they're all pockets are full who cares what happens to Airbnb right that's true you know
1: and that's yeah, I'm worried about it. that's why I was like hey, Airbnb ain't too sustainable I can <laughs> we can oh, <laughs> stuff my, going on that, in the back yeah that's my darling wife uh, <laughs> uh... mahogany Hop on the show. Yeah. She, <laughs> she says she has to be invited. You know, my, my my sweet wife. She has to be. So, yeah. She'll be... Ain't that right, Mahogany?
0: Hey. What? She'll be on next week. Next show. Or one of these days when y'all have a free day, we have free time. Y'all two come over. We'll do the round table again, man. We'll get everybody oh. and Mike in front of it. We'll have a good time. Have some wine going on. What's up? Yeah, the
1: round table was fun. We <laughs> got to do that. Got <laughs> to do that.
0: We got to do that. So, um, I was going to talk about real quick. You know, I go off on of my tangents or whatever. So, I, what? at at work, at work today. You know, okay. Yesterday, I I, I don't want to get all. I don't want. We're not going to go to politics. This is not. This is not where we're going. We're not going to go. I don't go to politics on this show. I take a few jabs at president trump whatever but that's that's not you know i don't i don't go off too deep i have republican friends democrat friends liberal friends libertarians i i love everybody you know whatever i don't care what they believe but anyways um so there was a there was a school shooting you know in florida yesterday and it was, like, it was 17 kids uh were killed and it sucks you know it sucks but it's, it's and if, you, and if you look at the news, it seems like it's becoming the norm. Yeah, but it, and, and that's um, – it is a problem. It needs to be addressed, whatever. I'm not going to go le- either side, left or right. You know, take away the guns. No, these are our guns, whatever, you know, whatever. Um, but here's the thing, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll bring it all the way back around, okay? Okay, Jerome, you listening to Jerome? Uh, <laughs> well, well, all right. So they got the TV going on at work. You know, I was working on a different spot that they had a TV going on in the background. And it was just news. It was from the morning from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. news, 8 a.m. and CNNs and Fox. They even broke through. They they changed it for a minute. But then they even broke through regular programming to, to have the sheriffs or whatever over there in Florida announce what, you know, the developments. And I don't know what developments. They caught the dude and they got him, whatever. There's what other developments. They just want to. They just took over the airwaves. All the channels took over the airwaves for that time, and they're talking about all this, um, you know, the massacre over and over. And it started yesterday. They just all the news stations talked about it, talking about it today. And I'm like, and then I got the the guys at work are all fired up, you know, and they're like, oh, you know, this needs to be done. This needs to be done, and um, they need to they need to put like um, uh, armed armed guards in the front of schools. They need to have an armed guard in the schools, shoot, and some other guy was like, well, shoot, even if they have a sniper on top of the school, this and that, they're going crazy on this, I'm like, I'm like, I had to, I was like, like, I'm sorry, you know, it's, it's, I told him, this is a terrible thing that happened, but I don't see the answer, just so you know, just real quick, I'm not getting political, "Ah, maybe I am a (laughs) little bit, but I don't see, I said, you see what this news is doing to y'all? If this wasn't on, we wouldn't be arguing and be enraged, and this and this, and, 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 um, how many schools are there in this country? Like hundreds of thousands of schools, right? How many kids are going to school right now? Millions and millions of school, But you get like one incident and the media beats it into your brain. Boom, 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 boom. And you're already ready to militarize every single school in our country over something that happened. And and I'll bring it back around because that's just, you know, I see uh, they want to instill fear and paranoia and keep us weak and keep us down, you know. And I don't watch the news because that. I didn't even know about the school shooting until like late last night until I saw something. Someone put us up on Facebook. But um, but I was like, man, you're causing all this anger and rage and all this call these feelings. And then people are ready to freaking give all the control to the government. Hey, protect us, you know, put armed guards everywhere and and check check every kid and have metal detectors and just turn it into like a freaking, um, what's it called? A, a, a war state or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, Oh, do you see what they're doing? I mean, if you step back from the TV, do you see what they're doing to you? And, and I, I'll bring it all the way back around with the, with the Airbnb thing. Cause people see all people know about Airbnb, like friends and, and whatever family. Dang. Oh, that's yeah. It's negative stuff. It's the media throwing that, shoving that down our throats. And, you know, corporations pay for the media, right? Yeah. Corporation. And, and and the trippiest thing that I saw, you know, I've seen these things where, is the news rigged? And they show, like, from different news, um, um, different Channel 8s, Channel 5s from all over the country, Channel 4s, Channel thirty, And they're, like, they'll, like, start a sentence and they'll cut away to the next news station from here or from California. And they're they just continuing the same sentence what that news person was saying and then the cutaway to Nevada and the cutaway to to New York and they're continuing the same exact script the same exact sentence and that's what we're getting fed every single day
1: not we, them (laughs) but but like literally I love that you said that because it it shoves stuff down your throat Um, I personally don't watch the news I found out about the shooting through other people a lot of people are like oh that's dangerous you don't know what's going on I'm like I'm happy to not know what's going on at Simon. Because I asked somebody one time, I said, is it better to be uninformed or misinformed? <laughs> oh, man. Seriously, well, which one would you rather have? And I'm like, because this guy was talking to Denzel Washington about that. He goes, man, you sometimes just don't know what to believe. He goes, the media tells you this. Somebody else tells you this. And then the, the guy, guy asked Denzel, he goes, well, what do we believe? And Denzel was like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. There's so much stuff out there, man. It's, it's, you got to choose your own happy place, man. I'm happy we found a happy place and able to connect with other people. You know what I mean? Because news feed you a bunch of crap. That's just simply what it is, man. And, and there's people that sit there in front of it and take it and believe it. You know? Right, right. I tell people, I do corporate Rentals. I have people in my house. I have people in other properties. It's like, you you trust people that much? You trust them? I'm like, yeah, I mean, they ain't harmed me yet. I mean, I, you know, I don't know. That's just, it's just, it, it gives you a bad vibe about people in general. You know, the media, I think Malcolm X said it best, man. If you control the media, you control the minds of millions.
0: Oh, yeah. Seriously, man. And that's but, yeah. what, um, and that's what, um, oh, man, where was I going with this? <laughs> it slipped out of my head. And, um, hotel okay. lobbyists? In the, yeah, we were talking about hotel lobbyists. And we're talking about um, just people, like yeah, like the the Airbnb thing, and people and people being afraid, you know. People saying, "Well, I'll never let an, you know an axe murder in the house," or "Oh, look what's going on! These people are, you know, someone got someone got raped at Airbnb, or someone got, you know, they're filming them on the cameras and the, you know, and they're and they're showing the someone's throwing all this at the people and they're filling their brains and they're t- and the city councils are hearing all this stuff and we gotta ban it you know we gotta ban it and it's it's just the uh, the mass hysteria that they try to keep people in and and you know unplug step away i've had fr- i've had friends like up in the left in the left coast for example and um <laughs> and we have we have fans out there shout out to to sue what's up sue and um but like, like they've been like all about you know, kind of militant, all about all these causes and this. Oh no, look at what's going on here. Oh, we gotta fight. Oh, you should be angry about that. Oh, you should be angry about Walmart. You should be angry about this. Trader Joe. I mean, they just go. I'm like, I'm like, you know, does it ever stop? Are you? I mean, you hear all these stories about this and that, and then um where's your happy place? You yeah i'm saying you could i said really you could choose you could look up all, all the stuff on the on the facebook's on the on the news on whatever you get your news from you could choose to be you could find somewhere in the world that injustice is taking place and choose to be angry every single moment of every single day of your life or or you could choose to be happy i mean it just depends how do you want to live you know
1: letting them thrive and that's how i want to live and that's what and then,
0: okay back to the written our own houses short term long term i'll bring it back to that because you know that's what the i think you know it comes from the whatever it comes from the media it comes from the government lobbyists whatever but it's kind of saying, look, look, you humans, you people, y'all can't control something like renting out a room in your house. Y'all can't control renting out of yeah. your house. You can't do it. You're just incapable. And look what happens when you try. So let the government run everything and let the, let the hotels do their thing. You know, it's just like telling people you can't do this. You're not capable. So we're going to take that right away from you. As soon as you start giving them rights to stuff to take away, man, you, that's it. You just lost control.
1: This kind of goes back to how we're going to bring it back. To Airbnb. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. No, this goes back around to, okay, the lady who was saying, okay, I'm going to go ahead and answer her question because she kept asking. Her, her, her question was, how do I go up to people and let them tell me to Airbnb their spot? Most of you are going off a of flawed, it, that, that, that way it's flawed. I'm like, quit going up to people and tell asking them to Airbnb their place. It's not going to work. Airbnb is looked at as bad to the media. Like, oh, yeah. You go up to them and, yeah, you go up to them and sublate their, their place and put a corporate renter in there. That's all you do. But a lot of people don't understand that. They keep saying Airbnb, Airbnb. I'm like, Airbnb has a negative connotation in the media. And the people that you're usually going to be going up to are baby boomers. And ba- who watches the media, CNN, and Foxes all day? The baby boomers, the people yeah. with the property. They ain't about to list you Listen, Hey, can I Airbnb your property? Hell no. That's where the people are throwing New Year's parties, you know what I mean? So that's what I tell people, change your language, change what you're saying. You know, they will let you get their spot if you know what you're talking about, what you're doing. Also, you need to have a a portfolio, you know? Because Airbnb, I ain't going to lie, in in the media sense, Airbnb has some bad negative connotation behind it. (laughs) Because, like, maybe boomers hate Airbnb, let's just be honest. They don't want to do nothing with it. I mean I'm not a big Airbnb fan myself. I, I truly look at Airbnb as my exit strategy. Meaning I use it as down all times. Hey, if I have a slow season, I used to be the opposite way. Airbnb all the time. Corporate down season. I'm completely opposite. I flipped on that. But yeah, man. Media do that to you.
0: Yeah, big time. So unplug and <laughs> um enjoy life.
1: Back to life, my job.
0: <laughs> Go to Padre. My,
1: um, my, my job. They were kind of talking about it too. They were like, uh, like, my job. I'm, I'm I'm like the youngest guy there. I'm 28. I'm the youngest guy there, and they were like, man, uh, they're like, because they just kind of start talking about it in the sense of, okay, you can kind of take a gun anywhere, right? So people kind of start giving their opinions on packing pieces at work. And so <laughs> my boy, the supervisor in the back, he's like, he goes, I'll just say this. Somebody walks through that door with a gun. I'm going to suggest all y'all duck because he ain't taking everybody out. If the news comes to you talking about there's an active shooter, they got to save some active shooters up in here because we ain't going out like that. <laughs> 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 you know, he goes, we better save some active shooters up in here because we ain't going out like that.
0: <laughs> the <laughs> OK Corral and stuff. Yeah, I don't
1: want to crack a joke about it because it's a sad situation, but, right, right, you know, but, you know, all the time, you know, it's stuff that goes on but you know and i know the gun control thing is gonna be brought up all that politics is politics oh yeah
0: the left is speaking their thing the right is speaking their thing and all the you know everybody's got an opinion now yeah, yeah it's easy to come up with answers after the fact right
1: yeah that's why we're in the middle of living letting and thriving living man.
0: letting and thriving bro and um yeah how do we segue from that huge little detour we took you know you just you just jump on to the next topic right you got anything you want to jump on to
1: my Man, dude, I got a lot of stuff I had to jump on, too. Let's My, do uh, it. Oh, here goes a tip for uh, corporate. Like, if you have a corporate lease, like, you have a corporate lease, they're going to be there a few months. And to save them on going grocery shopping and cooking dinner, this is if they're interested in it. Have you guys heard of Dinnerly? Okay, Dinnerly costs no. you to deliver all the groceries to your house, and you cook it. They deliver these healthy meals for one person. It's like forty bucks a month. Um, for like my family, we use it, and it's seventy bucks a week. No, forty bucks a week. It's seventy bucks a week for us. I was me and Mojave were thinking, like, what if we had dinnerly delivered to our corporate clients? Man, that'd be that'd be pretty dope. So then they're not paying for any. They're almost. We're almost like Google. You, you get a place to sleep and some food. Beautiful. You know, that's another suggestion. Yeah, <clears throat> check out Dinnerly. They aren't paying us for advertisement, which they should be. But uh, check them out,
0: Dinnerly. Dinnerly. We'll put it on the show notes. Um, yeah. On that. Uh, that reminds me, because um, this March coming up, this this coming March, which is next month, uh, we're going to um, Corpus Christi for uh, spring break. Right? Mm-hmm. We didn't choose Padre because you know Padre is freaking crazy for spring break and want to take you know me my wife and my two daughters you know and so we're um, my daughter cadence 10 years old and we got a little baby so you know me and lupita together so we're gonna go to um to spend a little uh a week in um, corpus christi at an airbnb and the lady there and she was you know i was telling her about the show and stuff like that and the lady at the that's that's hosting us, and she she won't be there, you know, she doesn't live there. She just rents out the okay. the condo, and um, and right, it's right overlooking the beach. It's pretty cool, and she she said that um that she's we st- we talked to Airbnb a little bit back and forth through the messaging thing because you know I, cause I said I have a show and we do this and we spread the word about Airbnb. She's like, oh wow, you know, a thing that I'm looking to implement is um, meal prep for my guests. And oh. that's what she said. She's gonna. She she said they can pay an additional fee, and I'll make them really nice meals. Have them, you know, whatever, tupperware it up in the fridge, ready to roll. Whenever they get here, they don't have to go grocery shopping. They don't have to make their own meals. It'll all be ready. But they'll pay a, a you know, they'll pay a fee for it, yeah. and they'll have their really nice meals ready for them for, you know, enough for their stay. And yeah, she's looking in to get into getting to that. I was like, that's a that's a damn good idea. If she's she's a good cook and she knows she's, you know she's proud of her her product you know that i think that's why not use everything that you know to make a buck what's wrong with that
1: or or this is what i was thinking if dinnerly teamed up with airbnb and you could just have a fully stocked fridge at your house
0: yeah oh she mentioned that too she said she would yeah. um she would stock with groceries if if, if they if people uh guests suggested that she's gonna just try to start doing some test runs on it see if it works so um i might have her do a few for us just to see you know We'll be there at her mm-hmm. guinea pig. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's cool. And that's what's cool uh, about people that start Airbnb because they start looking at different ways to get income. Like, this is cool. I'm using something that I already had, and I'm making money off of it. What else can I do to make money? It, gets, it, it sparks that entrepreneurial spirit. you know. Yeah. Like that's- you said, people that aren't business people start Airbnbs because it's easy. They gradually become business people, right?
1: Most of some, them. Some. some yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the innovators do. Like her, she's an innovator. We're, we're innovators. Um, uh, another thing, these new locks that are coming out. So check these locks out. They're called prim point locks. You can connect to these locks anywhere as long as you have a LTE cellular connection. That's top of the line. They're called prim point. LT,
0: I I, LTE cellular? What is that?
1: Just a cell phone connection. You don't have to have internet Wi-Fi. Oh, You just oh. need connection to the internet through yourself. You can have it through the cell phone carrier are carrier. Yeah, so that, that's pretty dope. Uh, I haven't looked, in, I have, I looked into them, but I haven't used them yet, so I'm not going to say they're good or bad, but a guy was telling me about them in the Airbnb for Landlords page. Got to go there for all the latest information.
0: So you said, um, well, you have a Wi-Fi locks, right?
1: Yeah, but these are better. I don't need to be connected to the Wi-Fi.
0: Oh really?
1: How how does that work? straight through cellular.
0: Oh, so it's like a cell phone on your front of, in your front door, yeah. kind of. Uh,
1: yeah. Ah, I love it. Yeah, that's uh, awesome, yeah. man. And it's called PrintPoint. Yeah, man. I was like, dang. Cause, yeah, I was in the Airbnb for landlords group, man. If you want to learn the native latest tips and tricks, hit up Airbnb for landlords. The top-notch Airbnb gurus, right? Tips and that's tricks. You, your Airbnb first condo, Airbnb. right? Yeah, matter of fact, man. Tips and tricks. I got a <laughs> matter of fact. Airbnb, they're they're past Airbnb, man. They're on another level of thinking over there, man.
0: And what? Okay, oh sorry. What was that Facebook page again?
1: Airbnb for landlords.
0: Airbnb man. for land. That's where our buddies hang out, right?
1: Yeah, man. The Al Williamson's, the gurus, the masters.
0: <laughs> what else? You said you had a bunch of stuff, man. Throw it at us. Come on, keep it going.
1: Oh man, that, um. Yeah, I'm hopping in the arbitrage, full force. Um, oh, yeah, I went to the... Did I get to talk about the Dallas app developers? I think I did on the one last couple of weeks you ago. You briefly
0: like, mentioned it, and then there's a guy on the L, uh, Live, Let, Thrive group trying to hit up Mahogany like over and over again.
1: Which were? Where?
0: On Live, let Thrive at com. There's some dude trying to hit her up about her developing an app for her or something like that.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to tell that guy to calm it down. <laughs> It's like,
0: is there a, a a miscommunication? Or he started saying some crazy stuff, cheekies. Yeah. But um, this is a this is a funny. If this is gonna be our first um ep on YouTube, you know, you get to see my dog and you got to see me drinking a beer. So that's um hmm, okay. And <laughs> not every show is like that.
1: <laughs> our second or third ep on YouTube.
0: It'll be what? a second or third. Okay, I think cool. This
1: th- is the full. I guess full, right? Yeah, the full first ep.
0: full one, hopefully, and um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, the apps, the apps. What did you learn about apps? You gonna make an app?
1: Trying to. Well, it's not about an app. It's about an API, and I just can't get it figured out. If anybody can figure out how to get a private API, a lot of people are saying you can't do it. Who do I have to pay? It's pretty much what I'm trying to get at. Who do I have to pay to get the private API? I have investors that are willing to pay sums of money for this API. So if you know somebody, call. Give us a call.
0: Investors, eh? So you're getting yeah. into the the partnership game, huh?
1: Well, not partnerships, just people who want to do what I want to do. I just went and found some people that look that need to do what I want to do. And just be like, hey, y'all want to put some money in a pot and go find out how to get this done, <laughs> and they're down to do it.
0: Did you want to like, mention your app or not? Not yet.
1: Well, it's not an app. It's just I need a calendar sync from my timeshares to my Airbnb listing. But oh, okay. timeshare people are hiding their api so hey, i'm pretty sure if we <laughs> get her enough money for the board of directors they may hook us up
0: i got a buddy that can get you a workaround man for a few i'm just kidding <laughs>
1: yeah, I, trust me i went to the app developers meeting they had all types of workarounds but they're like yeah they're all illegal so i'm like ah oh.
0: <laughs> you gotta find someone in the industry bro
1: yeah yeah you do you do so um uh, you know what i hate when guests ask you can you send me the offer please just book the room. <laughs> Just book the room. What do I need to send you an offer for? Just book it. You <laughs> ever get that?
0: I had to send me send me an offer. No, I haven't got that yet. Yeah,
1: they're like, can you send me an offer? Like the offer's right there. Book the room, man. Yeah, can't they book it?
0: I know, I haven't got that yet. I haven't got that yet. Maybe with all the time you get that. I don't know.
1: Oh, I get up, man. I get not so much. I'm a, I guess I'm a, crap.
0: I'll bring something up that, speaking of team or, or like, um, partnerships, I know it's not exactly a partnership what you're doing. But, all right. LeBron James proves you can have all the talent in the world and still fail if you don't know how to play with a team. What does that I mean to you, That's Micah?
1: Russell Westbrook. <laughs> I like Russell Westbrook, man. I like he's my favorite player to watch, but he's the point, the proof in the pudding that you can have all the talent in the world, but if you don't know how to play with it, man, it just don't work, man. Also, it's coaching too. But what so, were you saying? So how does Go that
0: ahead. how does that relate to the to your you know to, to your business dealings or your how you're approaching things you know trying to grow and stuff like that?
1: Man, it's tough, but. Well, not really, because I reach out when I need to help. I reach out like, like the, the with the whole app thing. I knew, hey, I need an app developer. I need people that are in the timeshare game. I know how to reach out, reach those resources. And that's what a lot of people, you got to know how to use the resources and use the team, man. Because at the end of the day, the goal is, you got to know what the goal is and you know how to get to the goal. That's Matter of fact, speaking of LeBron James, people always say I'm critical of him because I always choose Kobe over him. I'm because I say this. And I'm going to relate this to sports at Airbnb or in just in business in general. You have to have a goal. And I tell people all the time the goal when you go out into an NBA floor is to win a championship. I'm like, there was a time that Kobe had mastered that. He's got one of the top five rings, he mastered it because went to three straight finals twice, I think, in his career. Didn't win them all, but he learned, got better. You know, and that's just with real estate and anything. Keep going. Keep going. Remember your final goal. Stay focused on the goal. Exactly. Right up, man.
0: Excuse me. And um, what else was I going to ask you? How? Okay. Okay, 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 okay. This, this is one of my goals. I'm going to be uh, getting that place in Padre, right? God yeah. willing. And um, I'm going to get a hold of Elon freaking Musk. I don't know how i don't know i have no idea how anybody any of our listeners know cool. him hook me up with him and um but i will i will get a hold of elon musk man somehow some way it's my goal i'm gonna tell I'm him a- about the spacex condo i'm gonna be i'm gonna be making over there where you know he's always welcome at
1: you know what i'm gonna get on the show it's far-fetched but we're gonna get him on this show who do you think i'm gonna say
0: grant cardone
1: yep i'm gonna get him on the show <laughs> Well, have you reached out to him yet? I've been busy. I'm. I'm going to do it though. I'm going to. Uh, okay. I have to find a way to entice him. I'm going to tell him, your <laughs> plans full of crap. Come forward <laughs> You he likes he likes a good challenge.
0: You know, you know. Um, speaking of um, trying to uh, thinking of different ways to do things, right? Thinking outside the box. Yeah. <laughs> Like I said, at work, or I might have mentioned in the last episode, or uh, this episode, sorry, um, they had the TV on all day, you know? And when no one was around. I I flipped the thing to some whatever channel. And there was a channel, a Discovery Channel or something, and there was a a show called Airplane Repos, right? And uh, where guys go and repo, they repo these, like, private jets and stuff, you know? And so, I don't know, it's, you know, reality TV. It's freaking staged and all this stuff. Anyways, but one thing that was that stood out that was kind of interesting on the on this staged fake reality show, whatever they claim that it's real. These guy this guy went to go in the in the daytime to go repo this place because he said re- repo this um, airplane because he said well the guy's dad is the one that's turning him in he wants you to take this plane back and you know they want to repo it from here wherever and fly it to El Paso that's where the owners the original owners are blah blah blah. And so he's like, "All right, well." He, the dad says, well, the son's not here. You can go ahead and take the plane now. Get it out of here, whatever." I know he, I know he didn't pay it, and blah blah. blah. He goes, "This is kind of weird." Okay, whatever. But I'll take a free and you know, easy repo any day. No one's chasing me. Blah blah blah. And so he gets to the plane, and this his um actually the son was there. and He's running out. He's like, "Hey hey hey, you taking the plane?" He's like, "He's like, yeah, you know, I'm repoing it. You didn't pay it." He's like, "Oh, oh yeah, I understand. I understand. Here's the keys." Here's the logbooks cuz apparently you need the 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 maintenance logs that helps that helps the value of the plane cuz they want to see how old it is, how many, you know, all the repairs they done. It helps the value like big time. Yeah. So here's the books, man. Here's the keys. I'm sorry, you know, here thing, you know, you you take this back whatever. And um original owners in El Paso. So they take off in the plane, him and his buddy. They said, "Well, this is the easy repo." And they're they're flying, "Man, this thing is not going up a lot, you know. It feels like it's like it's like weighing down. I don't know what's going on." And and so they, um, they said, "Man, we gotta stop. We gotta check this out." They landed at some airport on the way to El Paso, and they said they started looking at the plane. They opened the cargo you know, in the back and the cargo, and it was like full of these these big metal boxes, right? So they oh wow, that's probably what was weighing us down on the takeoff. And so this is a long story. Bear with me, no, but anyway, no <laughs> I'm coming up to fruition. And so they pulled out these boxes and they opened them up, and it's just full of guns. These like yeah, assault rifles and stuff. Dang and they're like man we got played you know they called us to come repo this plane because they wanted us to fly it to el paso to the original owners so they want us to run guns for them you know and so oh, cool. so they're doing they're doing all the dirty work they're running the guns from that spot to el paso and dropping off the plane there full of guns and um and so of course the it, it ends up they call the cops and the cops get there The the guy you know the guy ends up there, too, trying to get his cargo back, and the, the cops, you know, pin him down, and, you know, whatever, staged. But I was thinking, yeah. you see, you think outside of the box, and you can get stuff accomplished in very creative ways. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. I'm serious. <laughs> I brought it home. I brought it home, Micah.
1: I'm serious. Like, it just goes back to that lady who had the $10,000 in the pot and gave 400 of it to Airbnb, which she could have. Cut them out the deal, man. Exactly. Exactly. But
0: but the innovators. I'm not uh, suggesting our our listeners go and start doing, you know, um gun running operations or anything like that.
1: (laughs) You've had gun running operations, (laughs) prostitution operations. We don't (laughs) We
0: don't condone. (laughs) But I just thought of you know, if that was a true thing, a true story, whatever, that was a very creative way to get your guns run from one end of the country to the other. And you don't. You're not doing it. Someone else is doing it for you. I was like, "That's pretty creative." And so, um, and and I always think about stuff like that, cause like with, and you know, the whole ready, fire, aim thing. You know, just go ahead and and you see something, just do it, and then it'll figure. You'll kind of figure out what figure it out along the way. It doesn't have yeah. to be. You don't have to formulate for years and years and scratch your head and perfect numbers, perfect plan. You know, if it's something that's not crazy, super crazy start it do it and it figures itself out along the way and your mind automatically it kicks it into gear starts saying oh crap i gotta figure this out you know and and most of the time you figure it out
1: failure is the best teacher man even if you try something and it fails that's the best teacher you can ever have
0: but we never fail here at llt except for trying to record video (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true. But definitely. We're Look, we've got an hour worth of video for you. We're getting better at it, baby. We're, we're getting, getting better. better at it.
0: Olympics, Olympics is here, the, you know, watching all that figure skating going on in the background or whatever.
1: I <laughs> Olympics. I need to get on
0: it. You're not in the Olympics? Yeah, no. It's, it's interesting. It's entertaining.
1: I wanted to go back to you. You were talking about repoing airplanes. You know how much big money is behind repoing, man? Oh, you know. I, I didn't know that, like, I was talking to my boy about it. He said, oh, man, it's huge money behind repoing. Because you get, like, I think 20% of the value of the car or the whatever you're repoing sometimes. Wow. I was like, shit. Yeah. It's <laughs> I was I was looking at getting me a, tr- uh, a repo truck, man. I was about to hop on it. <laughs> For real, man. Like, that might be the next investment.
0: <laughs> is, don't get shot, man.
1: Oh, I'd have somebody else driving for me. That's what I told them. I'd have somebody. I would just hire a driver. Arbitrage. Have your C H L man.
0: <laughs> Shut up. I used to have a uh, speaking on that note. I used to live at some ghetto apartments in 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 Arlington back in the day, and I would and I was right at the front of the apartments where people come in, you know, uh-huh. and um and so a lot of time I would see a lot of repos happen. I'd be sitting there on the on the balcony, and it would be mm-hmm. in the middle of the night. You hear like a car alarm, and you see this truck, this um. The repo truck going like towards the exit right and yeah. then he'd see, he'd see the repo guy jump out start strapping the car down boom 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 strap it down real good and then he'd hop on the road and and gone you know but i guess he would just go grab the car from wherever apartment it was in the back throw it on there real quick wouldn't secure it all the way but as soon as he mm-hmm. got to the to the exit
1: then he'd jump secure. off and he'd secure it off <laughs> he nope. was gone was like, and boom it was Dude, quick I saw, I saw a car get repoed in six minutes three minutes the other day you know now they have those little things they just go up under the car boom boom straps it up themselves they take off with it then they go strap it down like down the street
0: yeah
1: we were sitting outside of my job man and, like we were um sitting there when we were walking in from lunch and it's got this uh the the uh repo truck came in we're like what's going on like maybe maybe he's just in the wrong parking lot he like runs by he hits his u-turn real quick we're like what the hell is he doing man he backed in grabbed this car Two minutes, had it on the on his truck, gone. Went down the street, strapped it down, and took off, man. I was like, dang! You know the you know repo cars now have cameras on them where they scan license plates. Did you know that?
0: Oh wow, I didn't know that.
1: Oh yeah, man. They find out where you work and they just go and they, they have the cameras on the side, and they just scan the license plate, they find it, boom, they get a hit, take off.
0: Damn. Someone, yeah. did. Someone didn't pay they note.
1: Nope. For a while. <laughs> It takes a long time to get repo, man. Getting repos like getting revicted. It takes a few missed payments, doc.
0: That's it. Yeah, it takes a long time. They don't want to take the damn car back. They'll try to work it out with you, put it all in the back end. Just call them up, man. I had a na- neighbor. Okay. Well, one, one topic, real quick. Getting your neighbors. Getting out, it, crossed, it crossed my mind because um, Lupita's going out of town, right? To uh-huh. Mexico this coming up week. Which means, you know, we got a few guests that week. I have to do the cleanings, and um, that's fine. I'm cool with that. And um, but I was thinking this can't happen all the time. We got to have somebody. Like like what if we both go out of town? We're not going to shut down our Airbnb operations. We got to have a cleaner. And that's when I was thinking. I want. I wonder. I wonder if it's a good idea to involve your neighbors in the whole cleaning your house process. And and you already do it. And that's that's a beautiful thing. And I was thinking I have some I have some um, Mexican neighbors like catty cornered to where we're at. And they got, oh, yeah. like, three young daughters, and they're always out there mowing and stuff like that. I mean, they put they put their daughters to work, which is which is admirable. A lot of people yeah. don't make their kids work. But they got them out there in the freaking summer mowing the dang yard and, you know, doing all that yard work and stuff. Like, I bet they would, like, i say, hey, if I pay them, like, 50 bucks or whatever, would they go in there? We'll, we'll teach them how to clean the house and stuff like that. Would they, would they do that? I bet they'd go for that. And it's involving your neighbors and keeping it, like, a nice Airbnb-friendly street. You know what I'm saying?
1: that 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 helps man because even with like me automating all these listings, it's just involved people like people who don't have jobs or something man, they'll pick 100 bucks to do a few tasks for you man like you can get on wherever and get somebody to enter data for you because that's all i really need somebody to enter data for me so you can find those people it's just a matter of using your network that's a good way using your own block
0: yes yeah, nice Instead of fighting with your neighbors, involve them. Get them paid. Get your neighbors paid, yo.
1: Definitely, man. Definitely.
0: <laughs> Any more topics you wanted to hit up?
1: Man, we've been running for an hour and almost ten, man. Yeah, we're doing good. Yeah, I think we should call that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, got, we got some good. We got good guests coming on next. Real time.
0: quick, I got a. I got a joke. I got a joke for you. Go ahead. Um, why does Why does Snoop Dogg carry an umbrella?
1: That I don't know.
0: For drizzle.
1: <laughs> wow! <laughs> Did you you must be listening to uh, what what's that called the uh, the my dad jokes? Were you listening to that?
0: That one I I do listen to those sometimes the dad jokes, but that one was I've known that one for a little bit. I just oh, okay. it was drizzling the other day, and I told that in the break room at work, and you know everybody was busting out. But it was yeah for drizzle. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Send that into my dad jokes so they can use that one.
0: <laughs> I'll do that, man. So, yeah, if that's, um, if that's where you want to cut off the show, we, did, we talked about a lot of stuff. Chinese New Year's here. My, guests, my current guests are like in town celebrating the Chinese New Year. Apparently, it's a big, huge celebration thing. I told them to leave me some food behind. Um, and, um, yeah, man, we're doing, we're doing the damn thing. We're doing the Airbnb thing. We're doing the share economy thing, doing the corporate rentals, doing the real estate thing, living our dreams. Because you got to make it happen. No one's going to make it happen for you government ain't going to make it happen for you can bitch and complain to the government all day long they don't give a damn about you you're just a number they're not going to do it for you you got to do it for you you got to jump in there you have some like like adam james tells us you got so much power in you so much power you can do whatever you want to do Definitely. you know and then what's that profound question he always asks okay if you if you look what you're doing now and if you continue doing the same thing now what do you think your results are going to be like in 10 years you know he and that really that that, oh he brought he brought it he brought it
1: he brought the game (laughs) i like Adam. shout out to adam yeah so do
0: it don't be scared you know we're here for you you need any questions anything answered if we can't answer it we'll find someone that knows you know and yeah we love all you guys thanks for listening thanks for being uh being great fans and making this the best um podcast out there what were you gonna say
1: that, to add on what you said, man, keep doing it. Don't be afraid of failure. Straight up. That's my biggest thing is don't be afraid of failure. Do it. Whatever you do, don't overthink things to where you're afraid. Because if you overthink things, you're going to be afraid to jump in. Just jump in. Don't overthink it. Do it. You will exactly. find success. You might fail, but you'll find success. there's really no matter of fact, as my man Kobe Bryant said, failure doesn't exist. There's only learning. Ooh, nice. Straight up. Where can they find us? Subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Send us an email, liveletthrive at gmail.com. Call us 469 300 9100. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. Like our Facebook fan page. Follow us on Twitter, Stitcher for our Androiders. And check out My Southern Subbox Box by Julie Bonnie. Get all your cleaning tips. You will never get another four or three star review on your cleaning again.
0: Peace. Boom. Adios.